Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis chapter 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed, and then go on your way. Now that you have come to your servant, very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three seas of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where's your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I'm worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did laugh. When the men got up to leave, they looked down toward Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin is so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The men turned away and went toward Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of fifty righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find fifty people that are righteous living in Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham spoke up. Now that I've been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than fifty? Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five people? 
If I find 45 people there, he said, I will not destroy it. Once again, he spoke to him. What if only 40 are found there? He said, for the sake of 40, I will not do it. Then he said, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I can find even 30 there. Abraham said, now that I've been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only 20 can be found there? He said, for the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. Then he said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only ten can be found there? He answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left, and Abraham returned home. This chapter gives us a powerful picture of Abraham as an intercessor, interceding with God on behalf of the residents of the city of Sodom, one of whom was his nephew Lot. But before I get to that, I want to just back up to this initial encounter. In chapter 18, verse 1, we read, The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting in the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing by, and when he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. This low bow to the ground, there was an awareness in Abraham's heart initially, that this was at least one of these three men was the Lord. He began to react with him as if he were the Lord. And this bowing low to the ground, this is literally what the most common Old Testament word for worship implies, a low bow to the ground, face to the ground, as does the most common Greek New Testament word used for worship implies the same thing. When you hear the word or read the word worship in Scripture, it means to bow low to the ground, your face to the ground. That's, it's not a slow song. It's on your face before a holy God. And so Abraham took that position. In verse 7, he ran. He's, he's getting food prepared. He prepares a tender calf to eat. So this is the, the preparation of the fatted calf, if you will. He prepares food for him. So these three beings, we assume two are angels and one is the Lord himself, we're going to eat food with Abraham. They're actually going to experience a meal with Abraham. And so they're eating this meal. And the Lord in verse 9 asked Abraham, where's your wife, Sarah? There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now, this is a reaffirmation of the promise previously given. Abraham had received the promise. Now, Sarah is listening at the entrance to the tent. So she hears this. And Abraham and Sarah, of course, are very old, over 100 years old in the case of Abraham and over 90 in the case of Sarah. They're too old to have babies. They just, um, it was physically impossible. So verse 12, Sarah laughed as she thought, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, will I have this pleasure? And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? The Lord apparently was upset with Sarah's attitude about this. And so he rebuked Sarah through Abraham. And he affirmed once again, this time next year, Sarah will have a son. And so this affirmation of the covenant promise of Isaac through Sarah is once again given by the Lord to both Abraham and this time Sarah as well. And then it changes gears. The Lord uh, asked this question rhetorically, we assume, to his two companions, his two angelic companions in verse 17. He said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? 
Now, this what I'm about to do is the examination of Sodom. The Lord is going to explain. He's about to go down and, and look over Sodom. But he said, shall I hide it from Abraham? And why does he ask this question? He says, Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I've chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Now, one of the unique things about Abraham was whatever the Lord shared with Abraham, he was going to share with his future children and his household. You remember the last chapter when the Lord says, be circumcised, you and your household. Immediately, his whole household came under this covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham was one of the reasons he caught the attention of Almighty God was that he was going to hand on whatever God handed to him. And we have that evidence today. I've read from the Hebrew scriptures in Genesis today that were handed down to the Jewish people, the descendants of Abraham. And so he directed his children after him. And the Lord says, I'm going to reveal what I'm about to do to Sodom because this is Abraham and he's a man after my own heart. He's someone who will keep the ways of Yahweh. He's going to do what's right and he's going to inform his children. And so the Lord said the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin is so grievous that I'm going to go down and check it out. And if it's not as bad as I've been told, I'll know. If it is as bad, I'll know. And so this is the, the first reference to Sodom and Gomorrah and the Lord's judgment coming on them. We'll develop this more fully in chapter 19 than today. But the Lord begins this conversation with Abraham and Abraham begins to intercede on behalf of Sodom. And he's going back and forth, and he says, will you spare him for 50 righteous people? And the Lord says, yes. And then he says, will you spare him for 45? And the Lord says, yes. And Abraham calls him the judge of all the earth. Of course, he is the judge of all the earth. Abraham says, won't the judge of all the earth do right? And of course, the judge of all the earth will do what's right. So Abraham essentially negotiates with God down to saying, if there are 10 righteous men living in Sodom, Will you spare the city for the sake of 10? And God said, for 10 righteous men, I'll spare the city. Now, just a quick word on this. In modern Judaism, to have a meeting, an official meeting in a synagogue or an official representation of the, of the Jewish religion, you have to have 10 men. It goes back to this negotiation uh, Abraham had with God for 10 righteous men. We find it again in Ruth chapter 4, verse 2. There were 10 men that had to to be aware of the marriage between Ruth and Boaz. But it's called a minion, these 10 righteous men. And Abraham negotiated with God as a prototype for intercessors. In other words, Abraham had a relationship with God. Abraham was able to intercede for those who did not have a relationship with God. So on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham negotiated with God for mercy. Friends, you and I have the authority with Almighty God through Jesus to negotiate for the lost and the perishing as well. And so, Father, we ask that you would remind us to pray for those who are perishing. Faithful Abraham interceded for Sodom and Gomorrah. He pleaded with the judge of all the earth to have mercy. And the Lord indeed did extend mercy down to the sake of ten righteous people. Lord, we pray for those in our generation that are in need of mercy. Lord, they may not know you, but we still pray that the judge of all the earth would be merciful to those that are lost and perishing. Lord, reveal yourself to them, please, and have mercy. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.